Uh, <laughs> you spilled coffee all over here. What's good. left of it in your mug? It's good for your skin. Get at us. Coffee with Coach. Keep us caffeinated. Coffee with Coach. Yeah. Welcome to Coffee with Coaches. We are um, extra caffeinated and starting a short form podcast to just answer questions like um, like short topics, something that we probably don't want to cover in an entire interview or long podcast. Uh, <laughs> you just put coffee all over here. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Off to a hot start. <laughs> yep. You got it, you got it on your llama pillow, too. <laughs> no. Not the pillow. Oh, well. Uh, that was... Off to a great start. <laughs> no problem, llama. Uh, okay. Well, today's coffee provided by Black Rifle. We're not sponsored. We just like their coffee. And if you haven't tried their uh, sugar cookie coffee you can buy it at bass pro shops and it's pretty spectacular it's pretty great what's left of it in your mug it's good for your skin uh, because it's all over mine (laughs) yeah okay so um yeah we're gonna start doing a coffee with coaches segment on the through the line podcast to answer questions and hit hot topics things that we probably either get asked a lot or see floating around on Twitter um, something that we can kind of answer and cover within 20-30 minutes yeah yep that's the that's the goal all right uh, so first one what do you want to talk about um, let's talk about conditioning so I think we all have experienced this or seen it of these just like ridiculous conditioning distances for teams that have no business uh, conditioning for those distances. <laughs> so um, I think the you know first case would be you know a baseball team and you know we see mile run times that are required to you know uh, pass your tryouts or whatever. We see that a lot. Um, but yeah, any of these, you know, teams that are more power oriented that are now, you know, running into conditioning. So yeah. Would you like to elaborate on that? <laughs> uh, yeah. We see as strength coaches a lot, we have to run into the issue of um Sport coaches, I think there needs to be base level understanding of like energy systems and what you're trying to train. And at some point, you're not doing your athletes uh, much service by having them run significantly farther than they would ever have to run in a game. So it's like actually being mindful of distances and energy systems that you're hitting, intensities that you're hitting. Um, and I think, like, there is. A benefit to being to having like good conditioning to having an endurance component to your training so even for like base you mentioned baseball softball like yes they're only running bases is your ability to recover quicker affected by your endurance yes is that necessarily um, achieved through running 
repeat miles and doing mile times? Mm, no, probably not. You could look at maybe tempo runs in their off season and, and things like that, but they're probably going to benefit significantly more from speed and agility training yeah. for yeah. the majority of the year. So it's also just year dependent, I think. Yeah. And I mean, and like you said, like those, like it depends on, or you can, you can easily fix the issue by just varying how you're conditioning them. Like, I feel like we instantly go with conditioning has to be long distance runs. Yeah. And and so like if that's your idea of it, well then Well, I mean, so an example of that, like conditioning for an Olympic weightlifter is doing complexes. Yeah. So like it's all relevant. Like for a for an Olympic weightlifter, conditioning may be hitting eight reps on a back squat or conditioning may also be doing like um, like I said, like a complex, like you're doing some pulls and some hand cleans and maybe some jerks, and it's yeah. a, it's a complex that has you know like five movements in it. That's conditioning. Yeah, it's it's all sport dependent. Yeah, I mean, uh, Olympic track athletes, their conditioning is usually based around their event. So if it, they're you know 200 runners, like it's somewhere around there but their rest times are varied or like uh long jumpers triple jumpers they will do hill sprints in their off season but those are still like distances yeah very short like you're looking at under probably 100 meters yeah there's no there's no way and i mean i don't know this for sure just because i have not asked them but i would be shocked if we went over there and talked to any of those olympic track athletes and so you know you talk to a sprinter and say when's the last time you you know ran three miles you know for conditioning if you know and yeah they may have done it on their own or something but i would be shocked if their coaches (laughs) at that level is giving them something like that yeah it's just got to stay relevant but i also think that part of that falls on the strength coach and not being um like not communicating effectively with the sport coach and explaining Because I think we've got to keep in mind, like, sport coaches don't necessarily know or go to school to learn about energy systems. Um, And we think it sounds like that's, like, common sense. Like, okay, we shouldn't run them far distances. But a lot of people don't understand the negative effects of concurrent training. So I'm, I'm a big advocate for concurrent training. And I think that even for somebody that just weight lifts, one, you should just have the health benefit of doing conditioning. But two, um, there are recovery you've just got coffee spilled all the way down the edge of the couch <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm just a mess right now so. <laughs> um anyways yeah you gotta have like <laughs> as i mentioned earlier like endurance training can help with your recovery for even like short sp- sprints or uh power movements whatever we're talking about uh but it's got to be done well and it's got to be done in an organized way and and there are things that come into play, like how long you should rest. Like uh, if you're going to do two sessions on the same day and how far you should separate those sessions or even just from day to day. Like you can't do really high intense workouts and then turn around the next day and do something else and not think it's going to affect your ability to produce power. Power is actually the only thing that is significantly affected by distance training endurance training strength really isn't affected too much hypertrophy is not really affected very much but power if you look up 
charts of that, you see power will drop really quickly if you're running very far. And for most athletes, I would argue that power is one of the most important components. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and then just another part of that, like obviously from the science portion, you want it to be correct. But then you look at just like an athlete buy-in too. Like those guys know. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I would say some of ours you know, probably don't aren't the biggest fan of tempo runs whenever we do those, but I can guarantee you they would rather do tempo runs than a three mile run, you know, for yeah. the majority of yeah. our sports. So from an athlete's yeah. perspective, like th- they understand more because like, it's going to be hard to convince them of why they're doing a two mile run, but if they only have to round bases exactly, or, or like, I mean, we used to have to do that. I played volleyball yeah. and we had to do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it makes sense for, I, I also played soccer and it makes sense when you play soccer and you're having to run a lot. I don't think that running, that's a whole other topic. I don't think that going out for a one or two mile run at a super slow pace is beneficial still for a soccer athlete. I mm-hmm. think that you would still get more benefit from, um, sprints tempo runs and doing those things over and over and over just because your your speed changes it goes up and down the whole time you know like interval runs even or farklets for a soccer player i think is still more beneficial than a slow run that you're just yeah i mean there's you know it has its place too but if you run slow for long distances you're gonna get good at running slow for long distances you're not going to necessarily get faster so does it have a place in training probably but if you want to be fast and powerful you've got to train fast and powerful and if you want to do if you want to be fast and powerful multiple times throughout your entire game you have to train that way low and slow is not necessarily going to get you better at doing that yeah and that's something that you know, I, I, yeah, I think is very misunderstood is conditioning just instantly equals low and slow, mm-hmm. um, which is the whole point of why we, or sprint until you throw up. Yeah. Or it's, sprint. It's yeah. Or yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely both ends of the spectrum. Um, uh, it's never, you know, in the, in the center and I think that's why we, you know, tempos are, are a very effective way of, of changing that. Um, yeah, anything else you want to add to that? Mm, probably just real quick. Um, this could be a, a good topic for just another coffee podcast. But, I mean, even just using, I think in the same conversation of how we use conditioning, not using conditioning for punishment um conditioning is a necessary piece of an athlete's training and if they're constantly punished with sprints and runs and like that's your only form of of punishment um like i said that's a whole other kind of topic that we can cover as far as like how to go about um consequences for actions i mean that's that's a necessary part of sport sport teaches you that uh but i think that the more and more we can get away from that being running especially the same form of running that we're using for conditioning 
the better because every athlete assumes that every time we say get on the line they're in trouble and it's been hard to break the mindset that this is what you need to be a better athlete yeah yeah i mean for for one i think if you're using you know specific exercises punishment anyways like come on you know we're we're past that point i think like there's there's more effective ways of the of just yeah get on the line we're just gonna run for forever um so yeah i mean i think using exercise but conditioning specifically as punishment is uh i think it's kind of cheap for one i mean because it's that's just an easy way out of correcting the issue um i think coaches use that and emphasize that too much as you know oh we're gonna fix this by just running everybody to death rather than like actually trying to manage and fix the problem that they're having yeah i think that there's um like i said probably a whole other subject for us to talk about at a later time is actually how to go about um implementing consequences for poor decision making yeah but exercise as punishment sucks and that 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 stays with you for a long long time too i know so many athletes that say or former athletes that say, I don't want to run. I had to do that too much whenever I played such and such. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's kind of, that sucks. Yeah. But yeah, basically um, in conclusion, if you're writing conditioning programming for athletes, consider the needs of the athlete. And how would you, I guess to like leave something super tangible, how would you line up conditioning, training, even for, for an off season team that, maybe is not an endurance team. So something like baseball, softball, volleyball. Uh, I think the first thing that you're looking at is what they're exposed to. Um, So if their sport per play is around six to 10 seconds, like it's actually, it's less than that for baseball and it's less for that for volleyball or any of those. But that's what we're looking at is what they're exposed to per play and then just adjusting that to uh, the ratio of their rest. And so for us, it's we're looking at tempo runs. We're going to push that tempo a little bit past what they're usually exposed to. And then shortening the rest period so that we are getting that repeated bout at a moderate to uh, mostly a moderate intensity. So like actual numbers, what would you start them out at? Uh, so for baseball, we're looking at 12 to 14 seconds, basically doubling uh, what they're exposed to. And Is then, what they're running? Yeah. And then yeah. how long? It's, and it, it can vary. It, it may be, I would say minimum, we're looking at 10 seconds, maximum, you know, 14 to 15 seconds. And then how long would you, what ratio of rest? And usually going one to two with that. So, so. they're either getting, so if we're going 10 seconds, uh for their time that I want to see a tempo run, looking around 20 seconds as, as their rest. For how many reps? Beginning, we're probably going to start off with, you know, 10 to 12 sets or 10 to 12 reps of that. By the time we finish and we're kind of, you know, in, in the the heat of conditioning, we're maybe getting up to 16 reps, somewhere yeah. around there. Um, 
would rather see their rests go down. So if we're starting at a one to one to two, maybe lowering that rest rather than giving them, you know, a bunch more um, reps. And then um, how does that look in the entire week of conditioning with their, like, are you putting that in on the front end of the week, the back of the week? Are you, how are you separating that from power strength? And what are the other days of conditioning looking like? Just like quick so for most of them typically we're going to do our speed or our uh, agility acceleration deceleration low intensity plyos um, on that monday which is typically paired with their lower body day it's kind of a primer uh, or prep for that day and then their wednesday which would be their middle lift of the week if they're lifting three times a week is going to be predominantly upper body and then that's when i like to put in their conditioning on that day Um, just so whether we do it at the beginning or the end, because it kind of depends on the team, uh, it's not going to affect what we're doing in the weight room as significantly as it would if we were going to do a lower body predominant lift. Especially something like a power, power clean or trap bar jumps or whatever you got. Yeah. So we like to pair that with their upper body day or with their primary upper day. And then that last day is going to be. Sprints, resisted sprints, bodyweight sprints, paired with their power day. Yeah. And that's about it. And that varies per team, but it's what we try and run with. Dope. Yeah. All right. Well, sweet. I've only made a, you know, moderate mess on the first uh, Coffee with Coaches. Yeah, coffee everywhere. So uh, I've got to, I've got to clean that up now, but... (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that was good. That's just a pretty quick overview of, you know, what we're looking for with conditioning. Um, And, yeah, if we want to, if you guys want more details on that, we can definitely do another one and and talk a little bit more in depth about it. Yeah, or let us know. Like, let us know what other topics we can cover on these just short form. We're thinking, like, 20 to 30 minutes tops of... Um, just answering questions that you have, like really specific questions that probably don't deserve an hour and a half long podcast, but um, something that we can answer for you while you're on your way to work or, you know, in between something in the day, take a little break. What can we answer for you? What questions do you have about strength and conditioning or coaching or shoot entrepreneurship and running a business and all of that? We can kind of tackle everything during this segment, but yeah, try to do one of these a week just in addition to our regular podcast that comes out every Monday Um, and you can let us know what you think and um, what questions you might have either email us at pwrxperformance at gmail.com we'll tag that in the bottom of the podcast Um, or you can message us on Instagram or Twitter at pwrxperformance yeah probably the easiest way to get at us yeah it was fun. All right. Yeah. Go, coffee with coaches. Yeah. Go drink your coffee. <laughs> go get some uh, uh, Black Rifle sugar cookie. Stuff is right. good. And so. if anybody from Black Rifle is listening to this <laughs> and wants to, you know, help a couple of couple of coaches out, keep us caffeinated. Yeah. Yeah. And making messes everywhere. <laughs> so. Yeah. The cam spilled half his, so we're gonna need a replacement pretty yep. soon. So if you if 
you hear this and want to just, you know, just send a little coffee our way. That'd be great. Yep. All right. We will see you guys next time.